0: So you're hearing a lot about a rail shutdown that could be coming in early December. What does that really mean to you? You say, well, I don't take the train, so I don't care. Well, it's not about the train or the people who take it. It's what it carries in terms of cargo. It's estimated that it could cost the United States $2 billion a day if the railroad stopped running. Which is why the House has passed a bill to impose a labor contract, even though a lot of unionized workers for the railroads do not want this contract, and the Senate taking it up as well. You know, walk us through all this. Alex Darty from Politico. Hi, Alex. Hi there. So tell people who are have the attitude like i said what do i care about a rail strike i don't take the train why this matters to them
1: yeah so basically 40 percent of all goods that move across the country every day do so by freight rail um that includes things like chemical shipments and a lot of hazardous materials that can't be shipped in other ways um you know for things like clean drinking water um so it you know really has a lot on on everyone and and you know in addition to people who take the train every day uh, for work in certain cities outside the Northeast, uh, a freight rail shutdown means all of those rail lines are going to shut down starting next Friday. And in many cases, we're going to start to see shutdowns uh, a lot sooner than that because they have to prepare um, for it, for a full bore shutdown.
0: Why did it come to this type of a pass?
1: Basically the unions involved here, it's 12 unions total and the freight railroads have been negotiating for a uh, more than a year uh, on their on their latest contract really kind of came to a head in September. Um, there was, an, again, kind of a similar deadline that we're facing now. And the Biden administration stepped in and said, Hey, here's a tentative contract agreement. Both sides agreed to this tentative contract agreement. But in the case of unions, the leadership agreed to this agreement, but they have to go back and and every rank and file union member gets a vote. And where we're at now is Three of those unions, comprising about half of the total freight well workforce, voted that agreement down. And that is kind of what has led us to this current predicament. Uh, that agreement allows both sides to engage in a work stoppage starting next Friday.
0: Now, we're reading that, you know, the House passed a bill, the Senate is going to vote on one. To the average person, they're probably saying, well, how does the government get involved in imposing a, a, a labor contract? Walk us through that.
1: Yeah, if you talk to members from both parties, Democrats and Republicans, they say, hey, we'd rather not do this. Uh, But the alternative is basically everything we just talked about, a a $2 billion a day shutdown. You can't ride the train in most parts of the country. Your goods can't be shipped by trains in most part of the country. It's the type of strike where the government has the power by law. Uh, It's a law that's been in place for about 100 years now that gives them the ability to step in in the event of a strike. And that's what they're likely going to do here. Um, even though most people from both parties said we'd rather have both parties, you know, sit down and work this out on their own, but if the alternative is a shutdown, we're going to have to act.
0: So there's a law that allows the government to step in to this business, which is otherwise a private business. What? Because it's considered a public good.
1: Right. Yes. And, and you know, in the same way that, you know, for example, if a newspaper went on strike, it wouldn't really, you know, meet that level. Um, but if a public utility did or, or something in terms of police and fire coverage, you know, those are considered essential uh, services that, you know, the, the average person can't live without. And, and freight rail, because of all the goods that get moved, uh, meets that description. Hmm. What happened? That, didn't they have an agreement to this? I, I thought before the election or whatever, didn't they agree to this? Did somebody back out or what? what, what, what did well, he happened? said
0: the union, the, the rank and file decided to vote against the thing that, President Biden was celebrating how he brought them all to the table and got it all done. He spoke too soon, apparently. Or did just, okay, so once you make an agreement, you go back. Okay. Okay. That's what happened, right, Alex? The rank and file, some some of the unions decided they they don't like it.
1: Right. Whenever there's a new contract, you know, you you elect leaders to help do the negotiation, but then you get a vote as a, you know, rank and file, you know, railroad driver or track worker. Um, Some of those folks then, you know, went went and voted it down. There was about a two month process to allow for ballots to be collected. And that's where you saw from September after Biden declared victory. Then in October and in early November, the actual rank and file votes were reported. And some of those unions voted against that deal that Biden celebrated. And what's the what's the
0: sticking point? What's the major sticking point that there caused them to vote against it?
1: It's, it's mostly paid sick leave and quality of life issues. It's not so much their actual salary levels. Um, railroad workers don't get explicit paid leave. Um, this agreement gives them some limited time off, um, but doesn't give them additional paid leave. So what the House did today, um, you know, to mollify some of the more progressive Democrats who said, hey, wait, you know, we don't want to get involved in the first place. And now we're going to get involved and do something the unions don't want. I, I don't support that. The solution kind of workaround was to also vote for an additional seven days of paid sick leave. The, the railroads oppose that. The unions support it. Um, but now it's all in the Senate. And basically where we're at with the Senate is it needs 60 votes. You only have 50 Democrats. Um, there does not appear at this time to be 10 Republican votes for that. And so what that leaves us is with you know either a standoff, which means a strike could happen, or we get the tentative contract agreement ultimately signed into law, Without the additional paid sick leave that the Democrats today, you know, tried to put into the uh, right. into the agreement,
0: we'll see what happens. Alex Doherty from Politico, thank you for coming on with us.
1: Thank you.